man. Coordinations. All right, so we leveled up to eight, and we met Toby Fair, and that dickhead left us out in the middle of nowhere again. Fully rested. Fully rested, though. Fuck Toby Fair, okay? I don't give a shit how much Dot loves him. Fuck Toby Fair. Uh, Dot's opinion is waning on him. So what did everyone get for their level? Everyone wants to start. I'm waiting for Tom to get done. I'm adding stuff to the folder, so I got it all in one spot. That's why I said I'm waiting. Okay. So somebody can do a welcome back, pedal heads, and we can kick this bitch off. Welcome back, pedal heads, to Crossbows and Carnation. Yay! Yay! Back after a uh, good two-week hiatus. <laughs> and we got a new soundboard. <laughs> yeah. And new, new soundboard, it's got buttons that the DM <clears throat> likes to push. <laughs> yeah, he's laughing like a little child. It's wonderful. <laughs> So what happened last time, Logan? Uh, We met with Toby Fair, made some hard decisions, and Dot doesn't quite seem to like him as much anymore. (laughs) I do think Dot had the hardest decision to make out of all that. Oh, yeah, he really did. Yeah. No disagreement whatsoever. Yeah, I think think Visago probably had the easiest, then followed by... No, Bolt, Bolt had the easiest. Because I didn't even realize it was the decision until I was done. <laughs> I think yours just flowed more nat flowed. Uh, yeah, his fire. was. I mean, yeah. yours was more or less kill these people who took your plans, or just explain to them how they're wrong. And you were like, "No logic. I am a robot." Yeah. Eat, boop, boop, yeah. Boop. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> we also killed a troll. Oh yeah, the on the trail is- of. Catching up to the cultists after we went to a portal that the Harpers made for us. Dot turned the troll into something. A cat. A fucking yeah. cat. And yeah. then the next Probably hit the... just poof, poofed it right back in. Because <laughs> it went to troll. run the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Well. Yeah, no, because he polymorphed it. And then we went to level eight. And I guess I'll start there. <clears throat> Cascane uh, went up a level in Paladin, so now I'm a level three Paladin. I have 52 hit points, and I took the Oath of the Crown, which means I can, uh, it's one of my channel divinities, I can either call out and heal everybody within a 30-foot radius of me, or I can challenge every person within 30 feet of me to come attack me instead of anybody else. So you're going to be a bullet sponge. Oh, that is my whole plan. I also got the spell Compelled Duel and Command. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go through the magic items, too? If you want to. Best we can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, after our weird conversation with Toby Fair and we made our decisions, we all got our magic items from the DM upgraded. Uh, Kiskane's basically makes it to where um, I can fire acid along with my lightning breath. My lightning breath goes 10 feet further, and if I kill someone in combat, I can take a kind of a bonus action. No, take so a, it's yours is part of it's the uh, the secret the you, when you took the other Dragonborn spirit, you learned the secret uh, steps they took. Mm-hmm. So you take three steps while making an attack with each step. Okay. And so if you if someone dies from the attack, you get an extra five foot to reach the next person continuing it. Okay. 
And then when I fight, if I hit him, then I get to make an acid explosion. Yeah, if you hit two or three, three times, acid splash erupts out the end of it on the, the third hit as well. Yeah, so I'm going to be melting some bitches. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. All right. Badass. And then Ask any attacks of opportunity provoked through these steps, they happen, but Cascane ignores the effects of them until after his moves are done. Yeah, they can hit me later. I don't give a shit. Uh, Vault has a third level in Barbarian. Uh, he gained nine hit points from that, and he got another Rage and took the Path of the Zealot or the... Uh, yeah, Path of the Zealot for Barbarian. And because of that, he gets uh, Divine Fury. So when I'm raging, the first hit of each turn, I get to add 1d6 plus my Barbarian level. And I also got Warrior of the Gods, and that means that there are no materials needed to resurrect me. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So we can just walk over and kick you and be like, Get the fuck up, Vault! I don't know if it works that way. I don't well. think it's an instant. Yeah, we take it to a temple, and they're like, okay, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, for my uh, inner vaults thing, when I hit level eight, because I didn't bash somebody's head in, um, I got... Uh, so when I'm raging, all allies within 10 feet of me can add their con and wisdom uh, saves while I'm raging. Um, also, while I'm raging, I get to add 1d8 fire damage. Also, while I'm raging, and I, you didn't have a name for it on there, but it said uh, something about a hammer striking a hot blade, so I just yeah. put a hammer strike. Um, all enemies. Oh, no, this is that's an activated ability that yeah. you do it. Yeah. yeah. You can activate that when you're not raging as well. If you oh, okay. Yeah, that's Even just better. an activated ability that does it. So, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I read it was... Uh, all enemies within a 10-foot radius have to make a con save and take 3d4 fire damage. Yes. Or, or all allies... Oh, no, it's both at once. So bo- if yeah. Okay, they're so next and to both you. allies within 10-foot have to make a con save, and if they fail the con save? Yeah, if the allies fail, nothing happens to them. If the bad guys fail, they take full damage and lose the health. Oh, so it's everybody around me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, you said there was a deal with healing. Yeah, if the if your allies pass it, they heal the amount of damage you uh, okay. you do. So if they fail, they don't. Yeah, if they fail, they don't. But if they okay. pass, they heal for the amount of damage you deal. Okay, I can see and that. And then when you use it, you can do that once per week, and you yeah. just automatically pass when you do it because it's you. I'm casting mending on myself. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what I got. All right, at level eight for bards, they don't get shit besides an ability score improvement. So I bump my intelligence up to 13, and I get to choose another spell, which Dot relinquishing his books, he had to learn a new spell on his own. So I chose Phantasmal Killer, because he already knows two spells similar to that. Not to mention, he also gets... A finger with a quill tattoo on it that allows him to write illusionary script. Um, is that at will? Yes. Okay. It's pretty much any time you write with that, you can write it as illusory script, and it lasts, uh, instead of minutes, it's hours equal to your bard level. And it's got the effect of illusory script, so you can write it to read 
whatever you actually want it to say to the people you want to allow to read it. Okay. And then he can also use said finger to inscribe certain spells onto pretty much anything and have a certain word or action activate it. He has to expend a spell slot to do so. He can also cast uh, Melf's Acid Arrow three times per long rest, but instead of acid, it looks like ink, so that's pretty cool. That's nice. all I got. Okay. Well, Diablos don't really get much at level 8 either. Actually gained level four, all over level 4 ritual spells as available. There's not much. I think it's like Divination. Maybe is one. Yeah, I've got that one too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I took my. Um... Yeah, that's my feelings. That's great though. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna love this soundboard. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Being able to mute my ass at any point too. Wonderful. Uh, what else did I do? Oh yeah, I gained uh, some HP. I went with the base eight plus con uh, or whatever. So I'm now at 61 HP. The I got an extra conjuring point. I got an extra conjuring point. And then I also took, uh, from instead of ability boost, ability boost, I took um, ability score increase. I took Fey Touched, which gave me Misty Step as a single use spell per long rest, and Silvery Barbs. And it also gave me a plus one to Wisdom. So now I'm at 20 Wisdom, which gives me an extra bump to my Wisdom modifier. Okay, you don't ever get to be like, I don't understand you because common is hard bullshit. You have a 20 wisdom and like a 19 fucking intelligence. Yeah. You understand everything we're saying. <laughs> you understand context clues. Okay? You. Not a, not yeah, a, I no do. More. But. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> After, We've spent the better part of almost a year together at this point. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, which you guys is why fucking know. doesn't understand. Like, <laughs> He's know, always no, played no, dumb. The Kiskane knows why. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Oh, and then my ability. I don't think we got into what do we want to call it? Whatever you guys want to call um, it. Aspect of summoning. I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, I can basically equip the ability of any one of my summons that I have. Just one thing off of their like character card or whatever it is, um, and take that on. I can do that a number of times equal to half of my proficiency, which is one time right now. Spike also has the same ability, but doing so removes that summon from, and the summoning slot from. So instead of having three summons right now, I would have two if I equipped one. If I equipped one spike, I would have one summon. Um, and when you equip it, it's till you decide to just swap it off. Yeah, it's just, it's permanent until I yeah swap it. Um, I can do it as an action in combat to exchange them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that summon, it drains them, so then I still can't use that. For 24 hours. That specific summon, I can't yeah. summon or anything. No, you can summon, hours. you can't equip it for I can't 24 equip hours. It for 24. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because you still have summoning points, you can then resummon it. Yeah. You just can't um, re-equip it. You also bump my damage on my Necro Touch by a 1d8. Um, so it's a 2d8, it's 3d8. And then I also gained... An extra 10 foot to my reach with my necromantic touch, my demon's hand ability. No, an extra five foot making it 10 foot. Oh, it was already 10 it foot. It was already 10 foot. It was already foot. 10 we foot, and you added yeah, the, 10 foot to it to make it 20. No, we had it. You could be 10 foot. So this was your reach. 
right there. Yeah, 10 yeah. feet. So it's 15. 15. So it's 15 now. Yeah, okay. it added five to it. Okay, yeah. got it. So that's what it means. There can be a 10-foot open space between you. Gotcha. I've been mean, with at this for almost two years, and you hadn't figured out how far combat is. Well, it's one space. I thought it was because regular melee this, weapons have a range of five feet. Yeah, but that's, five feet. So then it became 10 feet, which is an extra space. Space. And then I thought you said it added feet. 10 feet. So yeah. I just misunderstood. It. I yeah. thought you said it added, and it actually just becomes. Gotcha. An extra. Good. Yeah, that's it. And then I as long as you have one of your uh, summons equipped to you, though, in combat, you have an extra attack action that gives you the extra attack. Okay, so it gives me extra attack with an equipment. Okay. <clears throat> um, and that's, I can't use my necro touch for that. That is a regular melee weapon attack, right? Yeah. Okay. It's just because your necro touch is like activating a divine spider. Okay. Wow. Okay. But yeah, so as you all come back and realize you're sitting at the table and you're still in the rundown tavern, and Toby Fair's gone. What happens? Cascane just looks around and starts cussing. God fucking damn it, that bastard left us in the middle of fucking nowhere with nothing again. Bolt just kind of looks around for a second. He's like, what? What just happened? I don't know, but what the fuck was that? I was a fucking idiot. Tip. I think he'd leave us not with nothing, but he'd leave us with questions, for sure. <laughs> Next time I'm going to leave him with a fucking strangled throat. Yes, well, to be fair, we didn't really expect him to show up, so maybe, I don't know. I just want to say, to be fair, you notice his name sound like these words also? (laughs) Oh, now you understand, Carmen. (laughs) (sighs) All right, you look shaken. We need to get moving. I uh, (laughs) got presented with a decision. I did too. Hmm. Me also. Well, I think. I have many decisions, actually, it seems, but one was made for me. I'm very confused. Giscate shrugs his shoulders like, I was told either go left or right, and I decided to go this way. And what? It wasn't that hard. Was it, like, challenging for you guys? Like, yeah, no, ju- very. Did you not know which was your left or right? I mean, it's pretty fucking simple, if you ask me. Don't, uh, so roll performance or deception on that. Your choice. That was fucking simple for me. Kiskane baffled at choosing for a second there. He didn't just walk up. Yes. It's a lot. It's like a... Uh, well, let me add some stats to that. So that's going to be a three. <laughs> <laughs> fucking three. Yeah. Kiskane's talking big. Well, I'm huge, so, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I know how to talk. Massive. His choice. Uh, I still say left or right. What a symbol. Uh, Bolt's going to pick up his axe and kind of look at everybody and be like, "Should we go?" Yeah, I was wondering why we're still sitting here. Surprised we're not already leaving. (laughs) It's damp and the fucking chairs are rotting, and I I push the chair over. Like I've slept perfect tonight on mattress. I feel amazing. Everyone else, I was tired I, I from fight fine, with troll, and now like is like not. Fine. I feel all right, but I has probably has something to do with that stupid bard, and I don't want to ask questions or talk about his ass ever again. Bolts. Let's just walk, get this shit okay. done. <clears throat> so we start walking past the dilapidated house on the trail that we think we know. So as you come out, you see your cart where you'd left it. 
because you'd travel through the portal with your cart. And then standing there are two piles of oxen bones, a dilapidated cart that you looks like it's sat for a couple hundred lying years. Lion some bitch. <laughs> and then it all fades away to smoke and it's sitting there normally. And you hear. You don't have a canned laughter one. No, I don't have Damn a canned it. laughter, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you hear that as it fades away and your cart's sitting there with your ox like normal. I swear, I'm going to find that stupid bard and I'm going to strangle him till his head fucking pops off. <sighs> Mount the fucking cart. Let's go. All right. We'll talk on way. Which that way, right? So the you direction see, down the path. <clears throat> leaving this, there's one path leading into this area coming out that splits into a road. And uh, as you go out, you do see a town that you can tell is like a couple hour travel down off this little mountain you're on. Okay. Well, let's head to town. Maybe we we'll get some answers. Find out where this dick fuck Resmere went to. <laughs> So this is actually how you can kind of see the town from a distance. You can't make it out as clear. Okay. But you see a little just town like that off in the distance. And you can tell it's... Is that town number three that's going to be <laughs> but, uh But you can tell as you see it, like, it's only a couple hours away. That if you were on a couple hours away, if you were on the ground with it, you wouldn't see it as clearly, but you're elevated a little bit right. on the mountain. You want me to send... I'll go check this out real quick, yes? Before we... Sure. Like barrel well, I, through. I mean, we're still gonna keep barreling, and I like point at the oxen that are just like steadily plodding on. This fuckers can't. I mean, it's been months. Yes, I'm sorry. I was excited. We was just fighting, and then shit happened. Yes. I am, I have could, lot in mind. You can send Spike in and have them scouted out for it, but it's gonna still take us a little while to get there. Okay, Spike, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, once you get through for a few hours, and uh, you get close enough to send Spike in. He uh, goes through, it's a town operating like normal. You get there about midday for this, and the town seems to be operating like normal. It has a very quiet atmosphere, but it's operating like normal as Spike just Mixed goes invisibly through. Lots of... Okay. Predominantly human in it, but there's other races walking around. Like, it's not uncommon to see other races there. But... Okay. I don't see, like, a lot of dragon folk or anything. No. Um... Okay. Yeah, I don't I think it's just normal town. Sorry, we come through uh, portal. Have Spike give me a perception check. Yeah. No. <laughs> he sees what I said. Yeah. Okay. Town it looks peaceful as he goes through. Like there's you see the the common occasional town guard that a small town like this would have walking around. Mm-hmm. Doing it with, yeah, peaceful. Seems normal. Okay. That town guard's about shit bricks. What's this plan? We go to inn? Yeah, we'll go to the tavern, inn, whatever, and try to see if we can get some information. So as you come in... See how much this town costs. You guys come in on the road, mark number one right here. I'm going to have the boys shapeshift and be invisible. So you guys come in on road one, and you go down to building two right there. Okay. Is where you go when you get into the town. As you guys roll into town, it does cause a big commotion, not like of danger, but of two dire ox like your car is something to behold as you walk in so people are just like holy shit <laughs> wait till we get off <laughs> when they see it and do all that <clears throat> but no one goes to stop you or anything like that just like a normal town just kind of surprised to see that come rolling through yeah um they make you guys room. deal with ox i will find rooms they make room best they can for you at the stable in the town uh and all of you do notice off in the distance, though, as you get to the town that you kind of couldn't see through the clouds and everything on the mountain, 
there is a castle in the distance, or looks like what used to be a castle. Dibs. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that's probably where we go. Yeah. Or I say before you start getting rooms, let's uh, let's just at least talk to the tavern keeper and see which direction they went and see if we even need to stay overnight. We might just keep on going. How many months ago was this now? Three months. We should be able four. to find. Yes. Close to four, yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, let's do this. Dot, you want to come with? Uh, sure. Okay. It's All right. Well, close to like six months. Strong say with cart. <laughs> yeah. Me and Voltil wrestle yeah. the oxen into this <clears throat> paddock. Yeah, he'll get him into a paddock. So, who? You two go and yeah. come inside while. Vault yeah. and Kiskeen do that. The closets are invisible, but I got spike allergies. Okay. Yeah. So, when you walk in, they they've got a doorman standing at like at the door, like a bouncer, but there for if anyone causes problems. Uh, see, there's a few tables scattered around. There's like seven tables in here all together, and then seating at the bar. It's not a huge tavern. It's not a huge town. Okay, straight to the tavern keeper if I can find him. You see the guy standing behind the bar. Yes. Hello. Yes, we've come one way. Um, we have maybe a weird question for you, my man. Can may I have a drink also, please? Yeah. He kind of picks up a <laughs> mug off to the side, wipes it out with a rag. Dot, do you want one? Fills up a picture of a mead and sets it down in front of you and says, that'll be two copper. Cool. Here's, make it, here's five. I'll take two also. Sets those down in front of you and is like. So, a while back, we hear um, maybe of goods be moved through here like four months ago. You know, this tr- big trade area. I mean, we are like a big like stopover town kind of thing, like resupply. Oh. What's his name of town? I may be finding on the map we have issues. It's Parnast. Parnast, that's right. Okay. I think I know this town. Make sure we know where we are. Yes. You have local area map also like, anywhere in no, town, mayor? Really? He's like, we've got the, and he points to the wall, and it's literally just a layout, general drawn layout of the town. Oh, okay. This this is good. Yes. Um, I think maybe we need rooms for four people. He's like, I've got three rooms, and one of them's filled up right now. Well, I'll take the two rooms you have. There's two beds in each room. So. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That'll be two silver a night for the rooms and dinner. Yes. Uh, here is three silver, actually. I just, you know, we also uh, will be maybe talking a little bit. I want to make sure we are uh, good for he, here. In as you said, he just takes the silver and the coppers you've done them. He, they've disappeared mm-hmm. off the table, you know, bartender style. Awesome. Yes, thank you. Um, I will come for keys later in a moment. <clears throat> give me a, both of you two, Dot and Masaki, give me a perception check while you're in there, though. Okay. That. 24. What's Dot got? Seven. So Dot walked in and noticed there's, you know, it's a decent little bar. But then he got really just into this honey meat as it was given to him. <laughs> and noticed, like, that people were watching him in the bar, but figured, man, eh, it's normal. We're from out of town. And he starts drinking his little sipping his honey meat. It, it's fine. People stare at Fasago all the time. Yeah, I've got an owlbear costume imp floating around. <laughs> so as you Watch walk in the Visago, you know... Nah, the, oh, Spike okay. I keep out, but the closets are with me invisible. 
Uh, but you notice as you walk in that, yeah, it did get quiet for a minute, like a normal tavern would as two people walking in. <laughs> you notice that there's a couple people, though, haven't said a word since you've walked in there watching you, and that the clasp on the uh, bartender's robe mm-hmm. is like one of the cultist symbols with that 24. But you know, it's not... It's none of the stuff you've seen, but you've seen it in drawings of their stuff. But you haven't seen this one before. Telepathically, I'm going to mention it to Dot. You see the symbol on his clasp there? I think that is cultist. Maybe I should have hopefully noticed that before I said anything. Anyways, yes, I think this town. Let's go get our equipment and tell everybody. Yes, I'll, I'll be back, and I tell that bartender, I'll be back for the keys in a moment when we have equipment to bring in. I fucking... I know that they're still at the... How many people were in the tavern? There's about a, uh, about 15, 16 people in there when you walk in. They're still at the cart, right? Yeah, these two, because this has only been a couple of minutes. Like, they're wrestling them in. After I hear that, I... Uh, I shoot a message to Kiskena. I'm like, hey, uh, keep your eye on these guys in the town. I can send something back, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like... Uh, which fucking guys? There's tons of them around here. We're headed out. All of them. The door to them. Yeah. Mm. I'll lean over and whisper about uh, Don's being pretty big, but he says keep an eye on the entire town. I guess. Right. So we've... Get the fuck in the paddock over. Fat fucking bastard. He's not bad. He's well bad. And then he just kind of They're gonna, them on. Yeah, y'all, you two are able to easily walk out with that and uh, come to tell them. And yeah, I straight took his games met with telepathy. Well, I'm keep being quiet. It works, you know. Um, yeah, there's cultist bartender has clasp of cultist on thing, and it seemed like we was being watched very closely. I think this town is run by them. Maybe there's 17 people in there. We might be able to kill all of them. I'm sure we could, but oh wow. That's good intel. Alright, so I definitely don't trust leaving the oxen in the cart sitting out here. Hmm. Only you had invisible guards. Right? That would be great. Or you know, the uh, guards. Because game uses out loud. You feel Matt Demon just touch your butt. Or you know, a, I wish a we had hut. invisible, competent guy, <laughs> <laughs> or a tiny hut of some kind. Oh yes, a, a nice large tiny hut that's like bigger on the inside. That would be great too. We will have split party. I can cast these all. I swear to fuck, I I'm cast- shut up, all of you. God damn it! Let's come up with a realistic plan instead of talking about what we can and can't do. Let's get all right. So first off, place. how many people were inside the bar? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yes. Okay, we need to find a way to get the bartender, or at least one of them. Was anybody else wearing the symbol? I notice on this man and maybe another group in tavern. Okay. Not sure. We need to find a way to get the bartender or somebody else alone so we can have some conversation with them. Just to find out, because I have a hunch adventurer's intuition, if you will, that they probably went towards that castle in the distance, but I don't know for sure, and I don't want to go all the way out there if that's not where they're at. Yes, it's 
looks ominous up there. That's probably his right way. Plus, I'd like to find out what's on the road in between here and there, because it's probably not just smooth sailing, so... Hmm. Dot, mm-hmm. can you turn yourself into a uh, tall, buxom redhead and, like, go entice the bartender or somebody? I'm kidding. Don't fucking do that. I, I don't think I have enough weight for that. Keep in mind, it is midday. We could just hang out in bar and watch ourselves until nightfall. Then we take Bartendu into one two rooms, seal him in hut, cast zone of truth, and I will torture him for answers. I mean, that's probably the best idea you've ever had. But in response to the fucking DMs thing, I don't give a shit if it's in the middle of the day. There's a song called Afternoon Delight just for that reason. <laughs> Fuck you. I've had sex in the middle of the day. That's right, listeners. You heard it here first. I have had sex before. At least three times. Uh. <laughs> yes. I am living proof of that. You are living proof of that. Mistakes okay. do happen. I, I am not he one of them. He was not one of them. He was the planned one. <laughs> the other two. Whoopsies. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I swear this pride in that fact. <laughs> he has rubbed that into his brother's faces before. <laughs> okay. No, that's a good plan. We uh, we could easily pull the bartender into a thing, leave in his tiny hut, zone of truth, and me and Visago could just beat the shit out of him until we get the answers we want. Dots seem to find answers with all one time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We will find this out. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I say we scout for more, make sure during day I will have demons observe to find other cultists to make sure the whole town is not bad. Okay, just make sure you explain to them very well what they're looking for so they fully understand. Yeah. I don't want to go on any wild goose chases and it's, I don't know, they have a pin that has a winged duck in the (laughs) Could be dragon, I don't know. This makes sense. He is man demon, and you feel his touch your butt again. <laughs> Tell him to keep his hands off me. I do not enjoy that. Stop, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to head back into the tavern. Um, yeah, well, I'm, do you guys have something you want to do in town or anything? No. Vault's going to stay with the cards. So. I'm about to say, it's midday. Kiskane's hungry. Mm-hmm. It's time for food. So. I'll go with you guys and... Yeah, Volts would stay. We'll with switch you. around. Yeah, yeah. Volts will take care of the oxen and <coughs> make sure all the gears are greased in the cart. Yep, go in. I'll talk to the tavern keeper for a second, just order some food and everything, and ask him what's good in this town. He's kind of staring. He's like, "Well, I mean, we've got the uh, shrine of axes for the woodcutters that you know." Woodcutters come and pray to you for safe, you know, safe ventures to go out and find wood and, you know, keep monsters away and all that. He's like, we got the uh, the village well that people travel and, you know, toss coins to. The little kids love to use it as a wishing well, but really we're just kind of one of those layover towns to resupply, like, basic food stuff for most shipping things. Yeah, we're pretty much traveling through ourselves, so... He's like, are you part... He's like, oh, you're the... One of the other ones he was getting a room for tonight. Oh, yeah, yes. yes. Where are y'all traveling to? Oh, we're just kind of wayward wanderers right now. I'm not sure exactly where we want to go. You say I'm explorer, and I've got my book and shit out already, because I'm about to sit down. It's like, I like documenting trips. 
And he says, he's like, well, you got rooms too? And he's like, I guess three, and he doesn't know to hold it to Dot or Kiskane. Kiskane just takes it. He's like, yeah, you got rooms two and three over there. He's like, you middle one and the hall. Yes, thank you. Jables, start moving some of the items in. Dinner around six-ish. Is when we start serving it six, and then... What do you have for a midday meal? I can... Uh, we got the eternity stew. We go for... Ah, yes, give me a bowl of that. He just flops it up. He's like, I'll be four copper. Okay. It's a good-sized bowl. I slide him a gold. No bread to accompany your soup? Because I don't have any change. <laughs> he like, just ah, here you go. holds it up, and he's like, uh... I might want another bowl or two a little bit, so just... Okay. Yeah. It's uh, fine. I think he just bought the infinity stick. He kind of like turns around for a bit and he's like, here and he like, I can give you this, it gives you eight copper or eight silver back. You got change. <laughs> no, I have change. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to sit there and I'm just going to like eat the stew in the corner and just kind of keep an eye on everybody. So as it picks up, uh, a waitress does come out about four o'clock in the afternoon when people do start filing in for like midday rush, pulling stuff out. Um, see a waitress comes in, walks around, comes over. You all need a drink or anything? Yeah, right, still so. good with water, thank you. I will have more of this honey meat stuff I had earlier. This was good. Yes. Yeah, same thing. So she come, goes off, comes back, two things of honey meat go by. It's busy town here? Uh, during the trade season, it's kind of non-stop trade coming through, but this is off-season, getting ready to start back up in a couple weeks. Where do most people go when they come through this town, like, four months ago? Uh, well, they... I mean, really, we have the two roads leaving town. They're just kind of a wayward stop. Between where and where? Uh... I mean, we come from this area, but I'm just exploring area, just in general. She's like, well, we have the uh, the road running north that it splits off and it can go to uh, Winterfell up there and then running south it kind of leads down just to the, the plains in the southern areas. Okay, what, I see castle kind of ruin in distance. This look interesting to me. What is this place up there? Well, she kind of sits there and she looks around and she's like, mm, give me a persuasion roll. Play that fucking charm on, buddy. That would be a 16. 16? <clears throat> she kind of sits there and she's like, I've never been to it. Supposedly, rumors are that it is used to be called the Skyreach Castle. When it was made, it used to be like a Sky Giant's castle that when he died, it crashed to the ground huh. or something. This and is then, an interesting story, Dot. Supposedly haunted by the spirit of the, the giants that were there like when it crashed and so I've never gone because it's a couple days away and I don't want to mess with that stuff. Do they go up there a lot for like looking around as like tourist place with rooms? No, a scary it's supposedly place? haunted. Okay, I didn't know like some people like, I mean, I packed with little demon. I'm just some people interested in scary place, I just say. I mean, you did just ask the person that says she won't go to it because it's It's scary. It's obvious. Anyone living up there in the I, scary place? I don't. And she just kind of turns and walks away at that. Yeah. Oh. And just walks away from Visago. 
You did just say it was a scary place. Yeah. You have such a way with people to solve it. I'm thoroughly impressed. Anyways, I'm going to go leave Vaults, <laughs> and I'll watch the oxen people come in. And I go out, and I talk to Vault, and I tell him, you know, everything we just learned. So, Vault, you've noticed, like, people generally left you alone, except for, like, some little kids coming and watching the cart while you've done that, like, to see the giant-ass ox. Because not common. <laughs> and other than that, but people have left you alone to do your stuff out there. Um, give me a perception check, though, while you're doing it. Perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be an unnatural 24. Okay, so, yeah, with you, you're never able to see the exact person, but you can tell there's always at least two sets of eyes on you from somewhere hidden. And you, from what you can tell is, they're not close, but they're somewhere where they can visibly see you, but you, you can't see them as you've scanned around. You can't tell exactly where. But then after about roughly three or four hours you take of doing meticulous work on the card, about four hours, Disgain comes out to relieve you after doing the eating, and that's when you see him. Uh, Vault will make mental note of the name of the castle for later. And if it gets can go, I'm going to see about a shopkeep. And off he's going to go to go find one. Uh, so as you ask someone, they kind of point you to building three up there. Mm, okay. Uh, kind of off to the entrance of town, and they're like, general general stores up there. You don't have anything else other than general store, correct? Yeah. I mean, we've got the shrine, but, and they all point and you can see the big shrine to, like, woodsman axes and stuff off to the side, but they're like, yeah, we just, we only have need for general goods. Fair enough. And he will swing by the shrine and uh, drop uh, two silver as kind of a Homage, more or less. Yeah, uh, so when you get up there with your stuff of knowledge, you can tell this is a general shrine to axe cutters and woodmen, to the gods of woods and stuff to pray for their, to go out there safe and come back safe. Okay. And then I'm going to head to the general store. Yeah, so you get there and it's a typical general store. Okay. See the shop keep kind of bustling around, sweeping, putting stuff up. Hill is there, everything's kind of out. It's yeah. Like, well, okay. Um, what was that? I just had a brain fart one second. Um, oh, I'm going to be looking for small bits of metal that I could use to make gears. And uh, what do you call it? Nails. Yeah, carpentry stuff too. But now grease staples. supplies. Like uh cooking supplies. Okay. <laughs> Food? Yeah. <laughs> that word. My brain went blank for a second. Uh, groceries. <laughs> groceries. That's the word I was uh, trying to fucking think of. <laughs> <laughs> They've got ears and groceries. Very basic set of like food stuff that you would expect of a small town, That's like fine. the stuff they grow. Uh, stuff like that. And a lot of like smoke and dried meats for sale for travel stuff. I hope you just, boys like SOS. Uh, just like stuff where it's been, you know, set to last at least for at least a week or two on the road. Right. 
um, in that they do have more general fresh stuff that some of the farmers bring in from their crops as they harvest and do their gardening every day mm -hmm. uh, to choose from, but you, enough to resupply basic stuff you'd yeah. be able to find easily. Uh, for the metals and stuff you were talking like that, I'm like, well, piece of metal, he kind of directs you a piece. He's like, well, whenever we get like people coming and trying to trade in bad armor pieces and stuff, he's like, I piece together the good stuff and toss the trash over here. He's like, shows, gives you a little, uh, could be one of those little like a uh, 14 by 14 totes hmm. of that. He was like, here's busted armor pieces. And it's literally like ripped pieces of like gauntlets or a ripped piece of a chest plate that he's taken and just thrown the broken pieces in as general metal scraps. How much do you want for the whole thing? Give me a gold for all of it, and you can feel it's just heavy. It's just literally ripped off pieces of armor. That's fine by me. Yeah. Um, so for the metal, the groceries, and to re-outfit my carpentry, like nails, stuff uh, like that. All together, two gold. Two gold? Definitely manage that. Most of that being just the box of scrap metal. All right. Uh, he'll look at the uh, shopkeeper like, do you get a lot of uh, people coming through here going for repair stuff? Uh, Other than people who live in town, obviously. Generally, if they need repairs, it's stuff for like cart repair, tack repair, um, clothing repairs are coming through, basic stuff like that. And he kind of motions back to where you can see he's got a area where it's like different wheel styles that he keeps stock of to replace on carts of like general shapes to fit for if the spokes get broken and stuff. Right. And he's like, I just kind of keep basics that they can pop off and on. There's nothing as big as the wheels we have. No, yet. no. These are general like biggest is four horse cart ones. Yeah. Not two fucking dire oxen. No. Okay. Uh, he looks at me and says, you said you had clothing, stuff for clothing repair, correct? And he's like, we got, like, general, like, homemade yarn. He kind of brings you off to the side, and you can see where it's, like, the village making their own, like, right. stuff and all that, and thread. And he's like, we've got this. It's all hand-made. So it, there's not any, like, bolts of cloth, but it's like... It's like bolts of wool from, like, shearing sheep or something oh, like okay. that, or that kind of cloth. Okay. But... Gold's gonna pick up one gold's worth of clothing crap as well. So you get about uh, 12 yards of this wool. Uh, it's just basic brown. Okay. About 12 yards of it. Okay. And he'll kind of <clears throat> nod and. Shopkeeper's like, yeah, thanks. Uh, kind of does it. He slides your receipt in the thing. Bolt hole. In the bolt. The... And just kind of like in the bolt of fabric and then just kind of waves you on as he goes back to sweeping and kind of like the stuff you've sold he's putting the you know moving stock around doing that and right. as you go to leave uh, as soon as Bolt gets out of the building he'll pull the receipt out to look at it so on it it just kind of lists everything you bought and the prices you paid on the back of it though it gives you a warning you're being watched Bolt will go back to the cart toss the uh wool to dot or you're inside so mm -hmm. he'll toss the wool in the back of the cart and then look at Kiskane and hand him the receipt oh it looks like you got a pretty good deal on all the this back stuff of it. oh sorry oh <laughs> well, that does make sense I mean I'm, I'm, 
shopkeep. Who are we being watched by? Oh, yeah. The shopkeep didn't say. No. Real quick, uh, give me a perception check, Chris King, because this has been about a good 20, 30 minute shopping trip for uh, while you've been out there. Nine. <laughs> Chris Kane's playing with the oxen. <laughs> You noticed nobody came near there except for like a couple of kids coming to watch at the fence, but they didn't talk to you when you tried to talk to them or anything. This game knew it. Kids are the devil. <laughs> All right. Well, but that was just so you had that to communicate to Vault about while you he's been gone. Okay. Well, I'd go in and talk to Pasago and Dalt, see if they've found anything new since I've been out here. Fair enough. Vault will head inside. So both of you two who stayed inside during these 30 or 40 minutes, uh, give me perception checks. 22. Dirty 20. So paying attention. both of you notice that the waitress will not come back to the table now. That's fair. Fuck. I wonder why. Uh, Does guys, that mean Visago so- has to get up nervous. and get his refills all the time? We have lots of downtime, guys. I'm sorry. Jables, go and get some more drink uh, from bar. But both of you do notice that even though he's trying to act nonchalant about it, the bouncer has kept his eyes on every move you've made. Hmm. And that he is to the un no, untrained eye and people not watching. Doesn't look like he's watching you two, but every move you two make, he's watching. Don't let you know the bouncer man is staring at us. And you both do notice that. Yeah. We're just fucking yeah. back and forth <laughs> in our minds. Bullshit. Listen, I'm going to have demons keep eye on area outside also for anyone looking at building. One of them going to go outside. One of them going to go over there toward the bouncer and stay near him. So okay. I think uh, because you have the tiny hut and I have the tiny hut. Mm-hmm. I think you bunk up with uh, Vol, and I bunk up with Kiskane so that both of our rooms can have a tiny hut on them. We both have tiny hut, yes, this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. So yes, we'll do that and we'll keep... My demon will have to wait in cart for watching cart, I think, also. Mm-hmm. But, yes. So this is 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, uh, during that time, though, it's like y'all are talking. You do see Vault come in after about 40 minutes. Uh, His cane leaves. Uh, uh, message. Hey, Vault, what's up? Uh, is the bouncer near the door? Yeah, when you walk in, he's just kind of sitting off to the side, not trying to. He's not IDing people, but he's just okay. sitting like two or three feet away for if okay. anything happens there. Uh, when Vault gets to the door, he'll kind of. Not forcefully push it open, but just kind of <laughs> letting everybody know he's walking in, and he'll look over. At this point, he knows he's being watched. Yeah, so. everybody just kind of in the bar. Everyone just kind of turns and yeah. looks, and then just goes back to it. Cause as soon as Bolt gets Dot's message, he'll look over at both of them and goes, "Hi guys," and just walks over. He's like, "Excuse me, part not trying to be nonchalant mm-hmm. at all." He's like, "Y'all know I'm here." Fucking, you're gonna know I'm here. Big guy, shiny, coming through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, Vault. Yes, I will. You want food? I get. Can you taste? I can't remember. You taste food? Yes, you taste food. You could cook. Yes. 
Jables, go get more food for him. I guess Kiskane behind you coming, probably. Uh, he's with the cart right now. Oh, okay. And then he'll slide the uh, uh, receipt over to y'all. Yes, it looked like maybe you have good deal on. And he'll flip the receipt <laughs> like every. <laughs> oh, time. Sorry. It says Honeywine and. Also, and telepathically, the bouncer has been eyeballing us very carefully well, the whole time we've been in here. Oh, shit. Dot. Can't respond. Do this. I hand the receipt to the dot. Oh, wow. Oh, there it is. <laughs> the backside dot. <laughs> oh, wow. A piece of paper with writing on it. I've never seen this. Just for subtlety's sake, I'm going to reach in my pouch and hand vault just a couple copper pieces or whatever ah, okay. you know settle his copper silver whatever couple coins I grab a hold of you know fuck five silver I was gonna say like two copper that's fine yeah just a couple coins you gave me a receipt it makes sense I don't feel comfortable in this place I think maybe we wait outside by cart until bedtime that is one option yes I'm gonna go talk to Kiskane. I'll be right back, and he'll Before stand you up. Go, uh, me and Vasago had an idea where I bunk up with Kiskane. He bunks up with you. We both put Lehman's Tenka on our rooms so that nobody can go in. That might be a good idea. Hey, Vasago, can uh, Spike come with me for a second? Yeah, Spike. I'm gonna bring Spike outside. And Vault looks back at Visago and goes, like, points at his mm-hmm. eyes and then points at... Okay. Yeah. At a spike and walks up to Kiskane. I'm looking. And Kiskane, uh, or Vault looks at Kiskane and goes, I have an idea, but it might be stupid. Uh, well, I mean, that's what we're best known for, so what do you got? Well, if we know everybody's watching us, and the bouncer is in there watching them, too. Okay, that's Maybe not that everybody, but a lot of people. If we start a fight and the bouncer gets involved, then technically, technically, it would be self-defense. Technically, yes, or... Roll me an insight check on what he just said, Kiskane. Oh, Kiskane's got another idea, so hang, we'll hang on to that one. Or what if we do this? Because Spike's not invisible, right? I see him sitting right there. Yeah, he's just okay. an outlook. All right. What if, and you're looking through his eyes and mm-hmm. shit? All right, so what if Spike goes invisible, goes to the shop, okay, and becomes visible, and Visago, looking and listening and using Spike, talks to the shopkeeper. Maybe we can get some information without it being noticed, without us having to punch each other. I have other idea. Spike. <laughs> He's got an idea too. <laughs> okay, well, do I, why don't you tell Fasago to come out here and tell me this fucking idea? Uh, or okay. have Fasago telepathically tell me the fucking idea? Can I loop through Spike's eyes telepathically? <laughs> what does your tele- telepathy say? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that's how that works. But he just said tele... Yeah. 
but I have telepathy. Why do you need to send telepathy to Spike to send to me when you just do it to me directly? 30 foot range, dark vision, 60 feet. It's when you lose, yeah. It just says, yeah. When you reach, when you use telepathy, diabolic range increases 60 feet. Fifth level, you gain telepathy to range of 30 feet, dark vision. So I have my dark vision increase, that's it. Yeah, so you'd be able to reach out and find Cascane and <laughs> telepathically talk to him. I'll be right there. <laughs> You've been sending me telepathic messages. But not through Spike before. That's Why would you need to send it through Spike? You've been doing that to me like since... It's whether or not I'm making Spike say what I'm saying or I'm actually saying it to you. <laughs> I'm just saying that you have sent me a telepathic message since we've been at this bar. Yeah. Or, you know, I could just write illusionary just go script out. on a yeah. piece of paper and then hand it to the fucking shopkeeper. That's Jable. new. I don't know that happens yet. Jables, keep my seat. you write illusionary script before. Yeah, but... Once, long time ago, we put flames on a cart. <laughs> Clint remembers, but Kiskane may not. It was over like a year ago. Yeah, we lost that cart. But I don't know up. this plan's going on. <laughs> just left in the dark. Does Visago say anything to Dot yeah. when he gets up? I, I get up. Away? I say, Jable, stay seat. Dot. I'm going out to talk to Kiskane. We have an idea and message. Or, um, telepathy. Telepathy. Like, you want to stay here or go with me? I'll tag him on. Okay. Jable, save our table, please. Jable <laughs> just kind of clanks down in. Yeah. <laughs> Is he drinking our honey mead? No. Then he sits in my chair and starts pretending to be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, yeah, so now we come out. All right, so you've heard the plan. Yes, I have other idea. Okay. What's I you have new abilities. Oh, my God. Here we go again. I can become invisible and just go. All right, then fucking do that. Yes. I will okay. <laughs> Why do you have to make it a long, drawn-out thing? You could have just been like, oh, yeah, by the way, I also can become invisible. Why don't I go over there and just talk to him instead of Spike? Blah, 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 instead of, you know, oh, yes, I am so powerful. I am great. I get no abilities. Halt. Yes. How are you? <laughs> Good. Guys, we you, did it. you did not want to talk on road up here. You did not want to lay it there. I have not been able to tell you this. I just say... No, we just don't want to hear anything, it Anything, my no, friends. No, no, just go, go invisible. If there's any way you can mute yourself for a little while, but go... <laughs> <laughs> It'll be nice not to see you, but it would also be nice not to fucking hear you for a little while. Go talk to the shopkeeper and see what you can find out. Okay, I'm going to equip Matt Demon's invisibility. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna walk back into the inn and go to my room and then poof out invisible while leaving the door open. And then head back out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm headed towards the shop. I'm just so I'm gonna walk over there. You hear my voice in vault. Which way was the shop again? Vault kind of subtly points over to the shop. Okay. Yeah, I head that direction. Yeah, so you're able to see the shop. It's one of the bigger, bigger buildings in town. Okay. You are able to walk in easily. It takes you about 20 minutes of waiting for someone to actually like open, open the, the door, door and walk in enough to get in. But yeah. you're able to wait patiently 20 minutes and follow someone in. Okay, so the shop empty besides this guy that's in there? No. Person you just followed in. Okay, so I'm going to stand there and wait see when observe out of the way. I got yeah. Spike with me. He's invisible also. I'd hope so. Yeah. About 10 minutes, first places in order, walks back out. And you see the guy go around once again, double-checking his stock, making sure everything's good. 
telepathy right into his mind real quick. I'm like, don't panic. <laughs> Bring a towel. Hold yeah. on. He I'm does not panic. He just fully completely in. Yeah. I'm like, okay, listen. I'm not here to hurt you. You pass note to friend. I know this is weird, but if you stand up and turn around, I will make my presence known to you. Very slowly, this guy just ever so slowly moves and turns around. And then, poof. Like, while, when he's, when he gets in front of me, I'm just going to become visible, or become visible again. He just kind of sits there, and you see, like, every muscle tense in his body. He's just like... I'm just standing, I'm like, against the wall, you know, like, just all nice and subtle. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You have to pose. My arms, my arms are crossed. I'm just at ease, you know. And I go, hey, you see, I, you, we are being observed, is what you say to. As I'm saying this out loud now, we figured it was best maybe we talk to you when no one knows anyone is here. It's like that's probably the safest thing for me. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, we've been told to watch out for your exact group, the blue dragonborn. In armor, the cart, the group traveling with two gigantic ox in the enormous cart with the warforged and the the dude, demons. Like, they know exactly what you guys Yeah, like. we kind of stick uh, out like, like sore thumb. Who has told you this? It's like For what? the cult of the Dragon Queen that's kind of running our town. Are you supposed to tell somebody in certain places? Like, when we oh, I've already told them that your friend was here. He was like, I have not no, I've hidden that at all. He's fine. He's not betrayal. He's saving self. I make understanding. Um, who did you tell? He's like, where the are town they? guard when he makes his rounds. So the guards are also he, with Colt. He's like, some of them. Okay, let me just cut through bullshit. How many of cult people here? And what are they doing here? They've kind of placed just key supporters, like the tavern owner. Like, he's been bought out by the cult. Okay. He serves them for money. They give him gold to pass information through to whatever they do. You know, like, all the people that work for him. I think the bouncer was one of the cultists that's left that was left here to provide him muscle okay stuff they just kind of check in when they want and watch us if if we don't let them use our town they're gonna burn it to the ground but if we let them use the town they let us go on about our lives until recently and we were told to report it if we see any of you okay well are you going to tell anyone else that I've been here to talk to you? If they come and ask me, yes. Okay. It's unfortunate that you would do something like that and I go invisible. And he bolts for the door as soon as you go invisible. So you have time to make one action before he's, like, <laughs> running to the door. Shit. So I am invisible. I have one action. Spike is still invisible because he's yep. not become visible yet. So he's right next um, to you. How far away is this guy? Where he's at. He's the blue creature in front of you. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell Spike to help. I'm, I'm going to try to grapple him while I'm invisible, cover his mouth, and take him to the ground. So give me a uh, strength check there. This 
I'm very strong, guys. <laughs> what's, what's your strength score again? 11. <laughs> no, 12. I got 12. Oh. I get a plus one. Mm-hmm. It's a five, and what's Spike? A Spike would be a plus two, because he's a small That's creature. That's a seven. Okay. Mm. Oh, he's I have advantage, because I'm invisible, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> He doesn't know which way you're coming from. Oh, that's a little better. <laughs> well, 13, 14. He slips out of your grasp. You just can't find grasp on his clothes. And he sheds his, like, outer robe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. God damn. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, he is running towards the door now. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna follow him, and now I'm visible because I've made an, yeah. an action towards him. So Spike, and so Spike. Um, I'm gonna drop two conjuring points and cast banishment on him. So, what do I have to do for banishment? <laughs> um, charisma saving throw. Seventeen. Fuck. Sixteen. Oh shit. Uh, um. What would have happened if he would have tied that? Half of him would have been there. <laughs> he would have blipped out for about a half a second and then yeah. come back. Spike's trying to take him down still, too. <laughs> so, yeah, but as Spike moves towards him, he's going to be running. Okay. Stop! Yeah, he, he does not listen. He does. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm using my movement. I'm on his heels as much as I can be. So he's made it out the door. Like he was one hundred percent focused on running. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I'm gonna make a ranged attack with my necro touch. Up, oh, they already know we're here. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. What is it with this shit? That is a twelve. That'll hit. <gasps> He's a fucking commoner. Come on. I mean, he did just shed his outer robe. So. I am. It's diabolic. I'm not using my modifier on there. Eight, 16, 17, 18 necrotic damage, and needs a D, uh, constitution saving throw. He automatically fails it, being that he is dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so as you, you use your necromatic, your necromatic hand to do it, you reach out and you're just like, stop! And you see that, and you try to him. grab him. Yeah. It does go through him as it just rots his body out underneath it as it swipes through his back Fuck. diagonally. And just, like the kinetic sand, you just go and he just... Yeah, and he just starts rots, rots and falls to pieces from that. And like the front half doesn't, so he just folds forward. Mm-hmm. Did he make it? Yeah. He didn't make it to the door? His hand's still he, hanging on the door? No, he just like collapses into it as he falls apart. Scales on the back of Kiskane's neck is just fucking twitching for some reason. God damn it. Like... It's everywhere at this point now. Like Spike. Spike Spike! Be quiet, go back invisible, go get Vault or Kiskane, one or the other. And tell them we have a body. But no one else has been alerted to come to the shop. So Spike goes. <clears throat> I'm gonna start to while the- they're while he's going, I'm gathering it up away from the door. I'm trying to clean it. I'm looking around for shit to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you got his robe that, <laughs> yeah. you know, took off of him. 
Uh, he's looking around for so Jables to do the work for him. Spike to tell them this. Yeah. Well, you're, well, we know you're cleaning. Okay. So who he's so he's walked up there both by the cart still. Who would okay. Spike walk up to first to tell? Vault. I think yeah. Vault. I think vault. You okay. said vault first. Yeah, I said vault first. Vault. You just hear that. He's tapping your leg, invisible. What, Spike? The cycle says. No, that's Bobby. <laughs> well, the cycle had killed shopkeeper. He tried to run. He said he got a body killing up. No one else know. We need some help. Okay. Volta just kind of <laughs> shake his head, look at Kiskane and Dot, and go. I'll be right back. I felt something. <laughs> um, yep. Volt will go over to the shopkeep, uh, or to the general the store. Yeah. And uh, He's on his knees casting prejudication just over and over, trying to keep himself clean while also cleaning up the mess. <laughs> and he's he just fucking just mumbling to himself slightly. Uh Vault will go into the general store and like look down and then quickly close the door behind him and then look at Visago and go, What the fuck happened? I don't <laughs> I don't even know at this point the man run and I couldn't stop him. You, this you was I tried multiple times not to kill him. You see, he gets a long way. But I had to Vault. do something. As you look at this body, there is no hope of reviving this man because just out of his back is this like four and a half, five inch, just rotted goneness as you lay the body out. It just looks like someone just scooped him like an ice cream scoop from shoulder to waist. I'm sorry. And holding it in front. I'm stronger than I was before. I'd not know. (laughs) (laughs) What... I, yes. <laughs> he's just, he's just standing there like, I tried. Yeah, just standing there like, <laughs> tried two different Vol- things. Vol's gonna, gonna <laughs> take the robe that he took off the guy and then kind of lay the guy in it and tie it up as best he can. I did learn think, some things. You can fold him. Yeah. So, you you know, Men in Black where the, the roach folds the dude and puts him in a, in a shelf. Same concept. Is there anything else here we need? Let's take it now, and there, because the shop is closing. <laughs> I think the shop's already closed. Yes, but we can't let anyone else in here. Is there a little open, closed fucking sign? <laughs> no, just the door. Just, just lock door. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything I can stick it? So you've got him in a bag. I've over got your him fucking in his robe. Shoulder? No, I've got him in his robe, folded in half, and then stuck on one of the shelves. And Bolt grabs Visago like by the shirt, and he's just like, "Let's go!" And then as you he see, opens the door, he locks it from the other side. So say, yeah, you, you know you'd be able to have Spike put the the bar that goes the yeah. locks okay. himself in at night with on either side. Grab Vault's whatever money there was that Vault paid for the shit earlier with. I mean, you find literally the only place in there to what Vault paid plus like five or six coppers. Yeah, is right. all that was in there. Just for clearing them out like oh, it's robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Vault, I'm sorry. It was accident, actually. I don't know what happened. 
He's just laughing. He's like, I don't know. Vault's kind of got his arm around him like, it's... I tried first. Spike and I, while invisible, we could not stop him from... He was scared. I don't know. And then I try to cast spell, make him disappear for a moment. He's very willful. Well, was. (laughs) I assume by this point we're back over... Yeah, I'm just the whole. T- I'm just shuffling. <laughs> you get back. You you see them walk back up after about ten fifteen minutes of Vault being gone. So, what information did we get? Well, Basago told the shopkeep to get bent. No, I just okay. make him bent. Accident happened. It's beyond points. So, anyways, the town has cultists for guards. Couple guards, not everyone in town is cult, but they are all cult controlled. Man was unfortunately not from cult, and I have to kill him because he was going to tell cult. He ran! I tried to stop him. It's not important. Important part is we must, yes, kill cult. I'm going to go inside. With the cultists? In the bed. Kane's gonna take a second. He's gonna. He's just one deflated. arm up on the cart and like put his hand on it, and he's just gonna do a quiet prayer to Bahamut <laughs> to forgive Visago for being a fucking idiot. You do know without even rolling insight, you can tell with the way Visago is acting. He's not lying to you. He well, did not go yeah, with the it's, intention. That's to why, and it's just, and he feels bad about it. That's why he's asking for forgiveness for him because he did kill an innocent person, but. He can tell it wasn't fully intentional. It wasn't a full-on Visago thing. He just kind of panicked and did the only thing he knew how to do. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> That's not true. That's not the only thing Visago knows how to do. You could have tried to sleep with him. You could have. It worked in the cart. All right. He was already so, scared of me. Yeah, I don't funny. know. <laughs> and I'm. he's gone inside to his room. He wants whatever. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening this week. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Crossbows Incarnations. You can follow us on Twitter at CrossCarn, or you can send us an email at CrossbowsIncarnations at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.